0: This is Rabbi Peter of Messianic Jewish congregation, Mishkan David, and you are listening to a recording of one of our Shabbat services. May these words be a blessing and an encouragement to you. Yes, that's a good reminder. When we're saying something together, please for my sake, you can say it a little louder. <laughs> it's like you caught me daydreaming. <laughs> Lord bless you, Lord keep you. What happened? <laughs> Hallelujah. It's amazing how, how I deny uses vessels imperfect vessels to do a perfect thing
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: I can't figure it out, I won't even try to figure it out but um, you know, some of us who kind of like are really hard on ourselves and kind of thinking that you're not really sure if I or not could use you because you can't quite like mount up to what you think holy people look like yeah. it's not that the people you're looking at are all holy or not it's just that your perception of them is completely flawed <laughs>
1: <laughs> that works yeah that works
0: and it's important that we begin to understand that the perception that night wants us to have he wants us to have a perception that is not flawed therefore when you look at someone, you're not supposed to see their humanness. you're supposed to see the Lord in them. And that's not flawed. Mm-hmm. That's right. And as you see the Lord in them, all of a sudden the Lord within you rises up and you feel compassionate towards the parts of that person who are not so
1: yeah.
0: Mashiach-like.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Thank
1: you,
0: for Absolutely. So our perception needs to change. But is delivering us from conforming to the perception of the things we understand and see in this world. Because He's not impressed. <laughs> It is vital to understand he's not impressed. And when our perception is flawed, we become we become impressed. We become impressed with people. We become disappointed in people. And so we place people in 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 this in this in this in these shelves of our mind where this is a person that I can look up to yeah. and this is a person I'm disappointed in and at a eye nice saying, Hello, I am. Yeah. Who are you looking at? Because our perception is based on what we think is upright and holy and good. The problem is what we think isn't correct because we were not created to think. Thank you, Father. We were created to be. This is why we're human beings.
1: (laughs) Beings. Not not human
0: thinkings. (laughs) (laughs) Through the ages, the perception of people has been flawed. I wish I could tell you a story about a morning, an amazing morning in, in the house of a man who's not just a normal man, this is a man who is a descendant of the children of Israel. This is one of many who were handed, who were handed the oracles of God. And so he rises up in the morning and is and is laying there in bed, and the moment the th- thought comes into his mind, in his mind he speaks a prayer and he says, Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe. For this day you have created me with, with openings throughout my body. Some things are open, some things are closed. But one thing is certain: if any of these things that are supposed to be open, closed, and if any of them who are supposed to be closed, open, I would not live for very long. And this man lying in bed, it is the first thought that comes to his mind. As he gets out of his bed, he begins to ponder on, on the writings of King David. How beautiful, how wonderful are your ways, O Lord. Your word you have hidden within my heart that I may not sin against you. Man gets up and, and he goes over to his, his little dresser and and and, and he, he takes out his his tizi and, and, and he ties them up perfectly on, on his clothing and, and he makes sure that everything is counted perfectly. Then he takes another one and he and and, and he looks at it and he takes all of them and he takes out his tali and before he even places it he calls our Beruchatah Blessed are thou, Lord our God, for you instructed us to cover ourselves in tassels, in the tallit. And he places this over him at some point. He takes a little black box and and it's got some, some strappings on it and he wraps it around his arm, he wraps it around his head and he goes and he begins to go back and forth and he begins to daven and praise the Lord and it's davening as he's worshiping God and it's as if he enters into a realm of worship where he becomes like a flaming candle before the Lord. aware as if as if as if as if instinctively from within something awakens him the time is here turn thee towards jerusalem my holy city and begin to pray this man looks towards jerusalem looks towards the holy city he looks towards the, the temple and he begins to pray And his neighbors hear this this voice, this, this anointed voice coming out of his mouth every morning at this time as he begins to sing Shema Israel, Hadonai, Eloheinu, Hadonai, Echad, Barusham Khavur, Mahuto Leolam Vaien. himself for this precious day making sure that his tassels are perfectly placed over his shoulder he opens up his door and he begins walking through the streets of the city careful careful to count his steps. Mm. Lest he sin against the God of his forefathers by walking too much on that day. Mm. And he arrives at the scent of, 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 of of a heavenly cloud, a heavenly cloud of incense rolling and billowing. Early morning prayers are going on in the temple and he wants to be there. There are noises in the street as he's walking by. There are people, there are some merchants, there's things going on. But he's so focused on entering into the house of the Lord with thanksgiving Mm. that he doesn't want to pay attention to anything or anyone that is passing by. Mm. So is he in trying to get to the house of the Lord. He's got so many psalms on his mind. As he's walking past the street, he hears ruffling on the side. And he doesn't understand what's going on. He sees and it looks like there's blood over there. And and, and he, and he sees somebody and it looks like they're laying there. And he's aware. The Torah says, the Torah says, if you touch a dead man, you are unclean. I have awoken this morning filled with the glory of God. There is nothing unclean on me. I can go touch that man. I will become unclean. If I am unclean, I can't go into the house of the Lord to worship him. And he continues with his mind focused on the things of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Every once in a while stopping to make sure that everything is just right. So that he does not offend the God of his forefathers. walks into the the temple and, and he realizes, someone says, there is a stirring among the people. There is a possibility there is one among us that may be the one promised from the prophets and excited to see who this one is. He's looking around and looking around and he can't quite figure out who it is. looking and looking and looking and he cannot find. At the end of his prayers, at the end of his amazing holy moment with God, he walks and he sees a group of men sitting down. They grab food out of a satchel, they start eating it. Someone nudges him and says, That's him. <laughs> really? He hears him talking about all kinds of silly stories. And this man just has one question. In a moment where it's quiet, he looks at this strange, funny-looking, short, buck-toothed, whacked-out-looking guy and says to him, I have a question for you. I see that you have Talmudim. These are disciples, those who follow you to become just like you. I'm just kind of curious. Why don't they wash their hands before they eat? And this strange-looking man looks at him and he says, Why do you break the commandments of God to preserve the traditions of men For it is written, honor your father and your mother. But the funds that you have, they're extra. That you could use to help them eat because they're struggling. You have designated them to the temple. And so you say it's okay not to help them. Because you want to go with your fancy attire to the temple. So people can see how much you're giving to God. You don't know where my father's house is. You're coming and you want people to see so that they will be impressed with your ability to give. But back home you have a mother and father who don't have food. But there you can't impress anybody. Why? Because they wiped your dirty rear. They know you as a son. But in this temple, you come here and people see how great you are. At home, nobody can see it. And the people who see it know what your butt looks like, so you can't impress them. But you're okay breaking that commandment so that you can impress people by what you look like and what you give. And besides, you don't get it. You're not defiled by what comes into your mouth. You're defiled by what you just said out of your mouth. This funny looking guy, you know, when he's speaking with the authority of the Father, (laughs) there's almost like a holy rage. Just as quickly, his face changes to smile as his friends to continue talking the stories he was talking about. But there's one problem none of them are listening. Why? Because they were all impressed with the guy who was asking questions. You're thinking, Yeshua, I think you kind of missed an opportunity. I'll, I, I, this guy has got connections. He asked you a question. You should have just said, Sorry, we forgot to wash our hands. It's good for us to kind of hook up with these people. They're the leaders. But she says, No, no. They're blind guides. Leading the blind. They are concerned about what people think of them. But my father is not impressed with them. My father sees into the heart. They are... Beautiful, ornate dooms with dead bones inside of them. His friend said, I don't know if you realize this, but the things you're saying are offensive to them. See, that's the problem. Adonai doesn't really give a rat's rump about offending anybody.
1: No.
0: Yeshua was only concerned in offending his father, not man. And he's unimpressed by the, 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 the amazing, holy like appearance of the man questioning him. Because the man doesn't know, listen, listen, I command the glorious armies of heaven. The angels bow down at my presence. I say, shh, and nothing makes a sound in heavens. I declared, and the, the ocean parted away from the mountains. I spoke, and light came forth. And you think I care about what you're asking me? Mm. Well, you can see this conversation is not going to go very far. Aware that Yeshua was not going to be moved by humans, his friends came up to him and said, Okay, okay, okay. Fine. Have it your way. What's the meaning of the parable? And she was looking at them and says, I didn't say a parable. It's not a parable. I didn't give you a parable. I was speaking reality. What goes into your mouth goes through a digestive system, comes out the other side. It doesn't get digested through the heart. You can't be defiled by what goes in. But that which comes out of your mouth comes right out of your heart. And the heart is wicked through and through. Who can know it? This is why I say be careful what comes out of your mouth for it is what comes out of your mouth that will defy you because it reveals what's inside of you. This is what this Pharisee didn't understand when he questioned the one who's the living water. He's questioning the living water. Hey, living water, why don't your disciples wash their hands? Idiots! They hang around with me. I am the cleansing water. They don't need to wash their hands. I cleanse them by my presence. Because you think you can see, I will blind your eyes so you cannot see, and I'll open the eyes of those who cannot see. You see, as we try to impress God, we all have a list of things that we feel if I do this, (laughs) God will be more of a friend to me. If I do this, he'll be less of a friend to me. We have these lists because we have these lists, and in our lists there are certain things that are difficult for us to do when we see someone else that's keeping most of our lists, and then some are impressed by them! Oh, really? You know, you get that list where you say, I'm going to start reading the scriptures one year, cover to cover, and you feel good. And you tell someone, and you know, I felt impressed by the Lord. I have begun to read the scriptures cover to cover in one year the person says to you, oh, Baruch Hashem, I remember seven years ago the Lord told me that. (laughs) I've done it seven times. (laughs) And you're like, (laughs) suddenly you're not all that impressed. And in your mind, in your mind, there's a marker. There's a marker. And now you're saying, the day that I come across the seven, now I will be like the guy who's done the seven, and I will feed a little bit better about myself. <laughs> Certainly the Lord must think it's an amazing sacrifice for me to do this. Not once, not twice, not three times. Not four times! Not five times! Not six times! But seven times! Hallelujah. Oh. Seven times! Seven times! How oh, glory to God, seven times! <laughs> Everybody's like, oh,
1: seven, seven times?
0: Oh, oh! I feel, I feel like the Lord has put in my heart that I, I need to refrain from food. I don't know what's happening. I just, I don't know what's happening to me. I just feel like God is telling me to refrain from food. Oh, that's fasting. It's called fasting. <laughs> yes. Yes, we fast. Yep. Have you fasted before? No, I don't know what that means. I just feel like I'm not supposed to eat. It's called called fasting, depending on what denomination you're from, it's from sunset to sunset. No, it's from midnight to midnight. We have markers that make us think, if I pass this marker, if I achieve this marker, I'm doing okay. Why? Because we're walking around with shame and guilt Mm. and so the only way that we can cover the shame and guilt is to attain these sacrificial markers so that we feel at least if I do that, Mm. then perhaps God will have mercy on the stuff I've done wrong Mm. and God is shouting from heavens and saying, I am not at the end of your marker. (laughs) I am here. In the middle of your sin, I am right here. And I love you just as much today in the middle of your sin as I'm going to love you a million years from now. What I encourage you and I help you understand, you don't attain my love because of what you've been able to do. You have my love because it is a free gift from me not based on anything you've ever done. So, (laughs) wait a minute, whoa, seven years, Lord, seven, seven. I went through it seven times. He looks at you and says, would you mind if I walk it in you once? The world is full of markers. There are markers in church, there's markers in synagogue, there's markers at work. And we feel if I could just just get to that other marker. Huh. Well I I remember being high school, and, 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 I, and I was milking cows. At three o'clock in the morning, I used to, to smell like cow dung when I went to school. Ah, that job sucked. If, oh, if I could get a good job. If, if, if it was just a job that you didn't have to smell like cow dung, you'd have a good job. And then I remember I got a good job. You, know, you ever realize that every time you apply for a job, you're like, I got the job, 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 I got the job. I, the job! I love you. <laughs> you, speak to the person about four or five months later, I know, how I you know doing? How okay, I gotta go to work. <laughs> <laughs> how you doing? I'm fine, I gotta go to work. Oh, I gotta work. Go. I'm late, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm, I'm late. How's it going? I can't talk right now, I gotta go to the job. How's your job going? Eh, It's a job. (laughs) Why? Because now you got another marker. See, see, from milking cows, I went to be a janitor digital. You don't smell like poo at the end of the day, and that's good. But if you're realizing. If you're realizing in your own perception that, 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 that this job is better than the cow job, you're missing the revelation that God didn't put you in a cow job because it was a bad or good job. He placed you there because cows needed to see the glory of God. And it is for that reason you were placed there. Not for what you could receive, but what you could give.
1: Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: I don't know about you, but I got a list of a lot of jobs I've been to. And every single one of them, I was psyched when I got the job. I got, got the job. I got the job. You pray oh help me get the job. Lord, I have to get the job. <laughs> and it went all the way down to where I was working in the biotech world. I'm like a biotech technician. I know SOPs. Standard Operation procedure. I've written the SOPs. There's another marker, because you could work there and follow SOPs, but then you get to a level where you can write SOPs. No. <laughs> Imagine this, I'm dyslexic, I write God. don't tell anybody. Yeah, that's really going to work out great. <laughs> God help us. But you know what? At the end of the day, that job sucked. I complained to her the night. Says, you know, every job, every job, every job. It's like every job sucks. And then I spoke to my ancestors, it's Because you're doing it. Mm-hmm. You're not there for you. Mm-hmm. You're there so that I can manifest myself through you. Mm-hmm. You see it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how well you tie your tzitz in the morning and how well you say your prayers and, and, and how close you are to God. And, oh, I did my devotion today. My devotion. My devotion. Mm-hmm. I got my devotion. That's great. The problem is, your devotion is not changing what your neighbor sees when you come out of the doors. Uh, uh, Got to go to church today. And they're seeing it because those who don't know God, they're kind of sniffing it out. They're kind of looking, saying, I think there's something there. They're kind of checking it out. (laughs) but you're holy and secret mm. and you come out in the open not realizing that Adonai is calling you to enter into the holiness mm. when it's least expected.
1: Mm.
0: This is why this Pharisee had his whole ritual figured out and it looks so good to human eyes but he couldn't impress the Lord. He was more concerned with with how clean is my food. And he didn't realize that on his journey to the house of the Lord, he was passing by the broken house of God, and he didn't stop to fix it. Because, why? Because he would be defiled and made unclean. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. You know, you can see him and say, yeah, that's a good word, preaching, brother, preaching. that's a good word, that's a good word. If you're a human being, I don't care who you are, you're dealing with that level system in your own head. It's inevitable. Oh, not me, I'm just here to, to, to stand in agreement. The Lord sent me here today to stand in agreement. Yeah, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Yeah, he's right, he's right. <laughs> oh, I'm not impressed by what people say. Yeah, yeah. I wish it was that simple. Well, well you know, I like to pick on people. It's so amazing. You walk in, oh glory to God, oh glory to God. And someone says, oh I am so blessed by your presence. I can just, I, can just, I feel the presence of the Lord when you walk in and you say glory to God. And it just, it just, it's just so encouraging. And you respond, "Well, bless the Lord, amen, thank you. That's encouraging to hear that. Same person, another day, oh, glory to God, oh, glory to God. Another person says, oh, glory to God, oh, glory to God. Here we go again. Oh, glory to (laughs) God. Okay, whatever. (laughs) And as a human being, you will feel different when someone either receives the blessing that you are Or pushes you aside as you're just a fruit loop. And if you think that won't affect you, give God one week to test that. And see how fast, (laughs) how fast you realize what happened to Elijah. Whereas one moment he's saying, let the fire come from heaven. (laughs) Come on all oh, you preachers of Beelzebub, go ahead, shout louder, shout louder, perhaps your God is taking a nap, perhaps he's on vacation, how do you go from that kind of, ha, huh, to hearing Jezebel's coming after you, it's like, oh my God, 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 oh my God. Oh my God. and you're hiding, in you hiding again, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. How does that happen? How does that happen? Now Jezebel's outside saying, you better yell louder, Elijah. (laughs) Where's your other night now? Because God knows in our humanity, (laughs) even in Him, we have to rely in Him. Oh, oh, beautiful, absolutely. Yeah. You can't rely in Him and, I'm all set, I rely on in Him. In Him, you have to let go It's and let Him completely take care of all things.
1: Beautiful.
0: In Him, you never again try to figure out what can I eat or not eat that I can be clean or unclean. In Him, you say, Father, what are you eating that you may use my mouth? To eat for your glory. See our humanists would say, is this the message about kosher food? (laughs) Adonai is saying, what? What? (laughs) Food? This is not about food. This is about the kingdom of heaven and seeking first that which is the will of our Father instead of that which makes us feel like we're clean and we're upright. Do you see how our mind thinks? You're sitting in you see things, I'm just waiting to see how this wraps up. Because I know the scripture, Yeshua said, you don't become unclean by what you don't. Wash your hands. It was about washing hands. It was about washing hands. So you just sitting on your seat like, I, I, I gotta see where he's going with this one. I gotta watch him and see how he's going with this one. He's talking a lot about the food, if I can clean, like, okay, I know the scripture. It's hand washing! <laughs> <laughs> How do I know that? That's <laughs> good. I'm a human being. <laughs> I've been there. I've sat there listening to the preacher, and I'm like, okay, this is kind of moving me. You know, I want to jump, but I don't want to. I don't want to step out. You know, because if you step out and if he says something you don't agree, it's like, oh, oh no, 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 I, I wasn't stopping out for that. You know. <laughs> hey, hey, so so you kind of like reserve. Like, okay, okay, I'm gonna judge the, this preaching. I, I, I can't agree until the end. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Adonai is so funny. He looks at you and says, I've been looking at you <laughs> and I loved you right away. Mm. I didn't sit there and wait, well, I've got to wait to see if this human is worth my love. <laughs> he just looked at us and he fell in love with us and he doesn't care what you're doing. He doesn't sit judging. Oh, you know, I think you've been reading enough of the Bible, and now I think I'm getting closer. I think we're getting a little closer. Can you feel me? Can you, can you feel me? <laughs> okay, well, that's because you're reading more now, and I'm watching, though, because you're my backslide, and I'm the Lord. You know, I'm holy, and you got to be holy like I'm holy. I'm watching you backslide, and I... Isn't it amazing? The one who is pure would never do that to us. We do it mm. to one another. We do it to ourselves. And I's like, hello, hello, hello. Here I am. Don't look in the mirror until you're prepared to look and see my face. Mm because if you're looking in the mirror to see how close you look to me
1: mm. you're denying mm. that I
0: already live inside of you
1: mm.
0: and that I will work all things for good to those who love me mm. and you love me because I said you shall love me
1: mm.
0: not because you chose. I chose to love you didn't choose nothing mm. he's <laughs> mm. got <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you didn't choose nothing chose you before Woo! the foundation of the world. Oh, you just woke up to that reality and now you think you chose me. Hallelujah. It didn't happen that way. I chose you. Amen. Hallelujah. As this man was concerned about the washing of hands, one of the houses he passed on had a grunt coming out of it. It sounded like like a, an old <laughs> man. He didn't know that sound. Sound, what you hear with your ears, is not very accurate. That grunting was coming from a little girl. Six, seven years of age. And as Yeshua walks away from that part, this woman comes desperately grabbing a hold of him and she's saying, Son of David, Son of David, have mercy on me. Problem is, this is a Gentile woman. What does she have to do around here? All the Jews are like, who's that Gentile? (laughs) There's a problem. It was her little girl grunting because her little girl was filled with demons. This woman didn't have time. She didn't have time for the revelation that Cornelius would get. She didn't have time for a new dispensation where she would realize that the glory of God is also for the Gentile nations. She didn't have time. She had a little girl that was filled with demons she needed this little girl healed she didn't care about being defiled she didn't care about food she didn't care about anything she just needed her little girl healed that's all she needed and so she bestered him and pestered him and pestered him and bestered him this happened right after the whole washing of the hands incident you see Adonai came and he brought food for his children for the people of Israel and they're like well I'm not gonna eat that I'm not gonna eat that I don't know what hands prepared that well, this woman was crying out, and the disciples said to him, he says, Lord, 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 you got to do something about her. This, she's like Meshuggah. She's going insane. She's driving us and saying, we're trying to do the work of the Lord. And she's like, oh, good master, good master, we can take it. Do something about her. And he says to, to them, I came for the lost sheep of Israel. and <laughs> Not here. <laughs> for them. <laughs> for the Gentiles. And she comes and she gets on her hands and knees in front of him and she says, help me, help me, help me. And he looks at her because there's an issue of food here. He just got grilled because of not washing hands. So he looks at her and he says, listen, listen. It is not fitting to give food that belongs to the master's children and give it to the dogs. And she's sitting over here and she's saying, yes it is. I have children. I cook for them. And when they don't like the food I make them, they scrap it off the plate, falls on the floor, and I see dogs eating of it. I'll eat what comes off the floor. You see, the man who was upright was worried about eating food because his hands weren't washed. This woman would take food from the ground and eat it. And God was saying, if you're willing to understand that my move happens, regardless of what you think is clean or unclean, you will take food that has been defiled by the ground and that will heal your daughter. Yeshua says to her as this woman, you have great faith. Your daughter will grunt with demons no more because you are not afraid. You are not afraid of, of perceiving yourself as one who only touches that which is clean or that which is unclean. Adonai he's saying to us today, there is a meal that looks like a slop. I will scrape it down into a toilet bowl. Are you crazy enough? Are you passionate enough? Are you crying out enough to eat it to see what comes from the kingdom of heaven instead of trying so hard to impress yourself or impress anybody else by what you think or what they perceive you are? Adonai is taking us from perception that is flawed and human to understanding that in him even that which falls to the floor (laughs) can bring restoration. You know what the issue was? The issue was not clean or unclean. The issue was simple. This mother had a little girl who needed to be saved. This mother didn't come to Yeshua trying to figure out if his theology was right. This mother exhausted all theology, she exhausted all religion. She exhausted everything and she only had one thing left. If this really is the son of God, I'll take the garbage he throws out and it'll bring healing to my daughter. And because of that, because her perception changed from how she perceived humans, and her perception was consumed by the brokenness of her little daughter, she came to the king and ate food that was scraps for dogs and was healed.
1: Beautiful.
0: Not only have we been held back from eating the food from the master's table because we're judging everything, Adonai is saying to us, "What are you doing? Eating from the master's table is yesterday's revelation." You were supposed to eat from the master's table so that you could become the food for the world. That they may be able to eat from you. It is for this reason I came. I brought to myself Talmudim, I brought to myself disciples so that they become like me. I am the recipe.
1: Mm. 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 (laughs) you're the
0: real thing Mm. thank you thank you Mm.
1: thank you thank you you. yes
0: yes, and you're still judging yourself and one another mm. eat the food so that you may become The 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 food hallelujah And it is for this cause that we all, like lambs, are led to the slaughter daily, that others may eat the food from heaven. Father, change our perception. Amen. Do you know why we, as a messianic Jewish congregation, are celebrating Rosh Kodesh services, new moon celebration, on every church there is out there? Mm -hmm. We have a place. Mm -hmm. We don't need to do that. Mm -hmm. Listen to me, we don't even do that. Oh (laughs) no. Just love that pride. Oh, we got our own place. If they want to experience Rosh Kodesh, they will come to us. We got our own place. Why? Why would Adonai call us to go to Lutheran churches? Hello. The last one we celebrated is a Roman Catholic church. Bless the Lord. (laughs) Censured by the papacy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to tell you something today. What's the name of the current Pope? I, I, I kind of lost track. Benedict. 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 May Adonai bless Benedict. 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 Yes, May Aronai bless him. May I awaken him to his Hebraic roots. Amen. Amen. May I bless him in a great way. May Aronai give him the revelation that he's the not the only Vicaris Filii He's just one of them because there are many Vicaris Filii all over the earth because we are here as the Son of God. Amen. Manifesting the glory of God. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Why would we do this? Because the Spirit of the Lord does not recognize buildings and He does not recognize denominations. He doesn't recognize differences in color. He doesn't recognize differences in theology. God does not recognize all these things that we have placed as markers in our lives to identify ourselves with who we are. He identified Himself with us when we were nothing so that we could become one with him. So I bless you. I bless you in the next Raskodesh. Come out and see what Adonai is doing in this amazing, incredible moment. I mean, only God could have... <laughs> A messianic Jewish <laughs> rabbi who is raised Seventh Day Adventist, <laughs> holding hands with Father Ed Priest, <laughs> sent him by the Pope, while he's singing Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu. You had to be there. Adonai Echad. <laughs> what the heck? And when we were done, he's like Avinu Shalom. <laughs> Adonai is saying clearly, I do not recognize your markers. I do not recognize your markers. I do not recognize your markers. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness therein, and I shall place my name on the earth. Woo! I shall place my name on the earth. And the very first place He will place His name on this earth. It's on these earthen vessels that he saw before yeah. the foundation of the world. Your name, your earthly name is your undercover name. So that people will think you're a human and let you let you in. But once you're in, it's like, ha, 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 I am has entered the building. That's your undercover name. <laughs> that which you're struggling with at a nice thing. If you're here today and you're struggling with something, you're focused. You are focused on something that is going to collapse. <laughs> you are focusing on something that's going to fall apart. Place your focus on the one who has his complete focus on you. And it's not your mother. Hallelujah. And it's not your pastor. Yeah. And it sure as hell ain't your rabbi. <laughs> <laughs> I always say, follow me as I follow him, which means I'm not watching. I'm just running. I'm just running. I don't have to. Anyone's following me because when I go, are you following me? I don't know where the hell he went. Mm-hmm. I gotta stay focused. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Place mm-hmm. your focus mm-hmm. not on the markers of this world. Bless you, Place your focus on him. And I, we, we ask that the blood of the lamb will dissolve. Thank you. All these markers. We ask, Father God, that the blood of the Lamb will deliver us from all fear. Mm -hmm. For your word says, Fear the Lord alone. Mm -hmm. And we're more afraid of what the world can do to us than we are afraid of you.
1: Mm.
0: We're more afraid of losing a job than we're afraid of what you've said. We're more afraid. Of losing our houses and losing the things that we've. Arunai says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Father, thank you that you love us too much to allow us to stay in this dysfunctional state. That's right. Well, this is Rabbi Peter and I pray that these words will find their way into your heart. And now may the Lord bless you, may the Lord keep you, may he cause his face to shine upon you and be merciful to you, may he lift up his countenance upon you and give you his perfect shalom.